I am your most self-preserving and nosiest fucking photographer who lost his head, Jensen Harper. Oh, that was good. Uh, fuck. I am a vicious hellhound, Courtney. Ooh. And I'm wit. Yeah. <laughs> it's I was so like good. trying to come up with something this time. I was like, what the fuck am I like? A, yeah, I, I knew you were going to have a good one. Well, so I, I mean, just got to keep it. Got to keep it casual i guess the, the yeah i mean i dig it the photog he's got a he sets his opportunity straight he knows when to take a he picture does. so <laughs> <laughs> and wait yes, you always ground does. us back to reality you're just wait, you know <laughs> but yeah we're hello we are the fright crew <laughs> that thing um courtney tonight what the hell did we pull out of the body oh, bag? we got a good one mm-hmm. so our theme is still uh what the f is wrong with these kids and it is my pick today, and I picked The Omen. Ooh. Classic. Yes. yes. I mean, I got a quick gush, obviously. So growing up, my dad got me into horror films. Like, or, or It was more so like I never realized that I would yeah. get into them, but I just watched them over his shoulder. And Yep, same here. Yeah, and, and The Omen was one of those ones. He loves this fucking franchise or yep. this series, whatever you want to call it. And Dude, holy my shit. mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad definitely does too. It's a, like it's a parent thing. I feel it like it is, and it's funny because you know as we're doing more research on this stuff, like on this movie, I'm realizing that it wasn't super critically acclaimed. Like it wasn't received super well, but yet we all three vouch for it that our family members love it. So fuck you, critics. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, and I definitely I have to gush on the the scenes that I remember were. The father, whatever his name, getting impaled and the head decapitation. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, the cemetery scene with the hellhounds. I just that scene stood out to me as a kid. But fuck yeah. Um, Mine was always when the mom got pushed off the stairwell. Right, right. That's what I remember the most. And that oh, scared the, the crap out of me. Herself. Oh, that too. Yeah, I mean. Always. <laughs> For some reason, that didn't stand out to me as much, but this time around, it was like, holy shit. So, I mean, if you guys are ready, we can get into those brains. The brains. Yes, I got him. Um, Yes. So, the brains. Um, The Omen is a 1976 supernatural. Well, do you think it was? I'd say supernatural. That's what online said. Yeah. Um, Supernatural horror film. Um, So, this film was directed by Richard Donner um, and written by David Seltzer. Love that last name. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it has a runtime of an hour and 51 minutes, um, which actually wasn't too bad watching. Cause usually I'm yeah. like, when it gets to like two hours, I'm like, Oh, this is so long. But you like, know? I've, always enjoyed this one i agree i mean when i turned it on i did that it i had my body had that reflex like god yes. damn it why does it have to be so yep. long and then i've heard a lot of people recently talk about it on other podcasts and they say the same thing like oh dude this shit just runs forever but honestly i didn't feel that i didn't feel yeah the lag, me neither so. yeah but i kept checking to see like how much time was left yeah. and it like goes by so fast i'm like oh there's only like nine minutes left like what are they gonna jam pack in the end of this freaking movie right um but yeah definitely not bad for an hour and 51 minutes Mm-mm. 
Um, so this film earned two Oscar nominations um, and actually won Best Original Score, yeah. which I think the score is amazing. Yeah, Very me Very um, ominous. Um, so the filming of The Omen began October 6th, 1975, uh, lasted 11 weeks, wrapped up January 9th, 1976. Um, there's quite a few different locations for filming. Um, so the scenes were filmed in uh, West London, um, East England, Jerusalem, Rome. So quite a few different places. Um, and then getting into reviews, IMDb had a rating of seven and a half out of 10, which I've been, we've been seeing that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely been seeing that score a lot. Um, yeah. So with IMDb 7.5 out of 10 um, and going through like Rotten Tomatoes um, and reading like the demographic scores and stuff on their ratings, mm -hmm. Super weird. Um, the highest ratings were given by um, like men and women under the age of 18. Hmm. Yeah. And I okay. like, I've never looked into like the demographic score before, um, yeah. but I was kind of clicking around this time. I'm like, okay, that's interesting to know. And yes. like um, U.S. audiences and out of U.S. audiences voted the same for um, like a eight out of 10, which was interesting too. Yeah. But definitely interesting for the under the age of 18. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because it almost seems like the attention span of a younger generation would be lessened. So yeah, a, a especially for film. like a classic horror film too from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's cool to look into for sure. Um, and then yeah, also looking into the reviews, like with the the ratings, um, most of the critics were giving it positive reviews for it being a classic film. Definitely is. Um, keeps your attention and doesn't have like the crazy gore stuff, which we've been seeing as well um, with like the orphanage. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of the negative reviews of course were that it's old, <laughs> like the effects <laughs> and stuff are not what they are now, which of course mm. it's not going to be like, well, this is a 1976 film. And for what it is, I thought it was actually like a lot better than what I remembered. Dude, same, same. I don't like I mean, the decapitation scene. I was like, holy yeah, shit! <laughs> like, That's it I did not remember it being this good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just with like the negative reviews, mostly saying like the effects nowadays don't match up, which of mm -hmm. course it's been many, many years. Um. And I don't want to think about how many years. <laughs> um. And then I think I missed. Yeah. So I missed the budget stuff. So with the budget. Um, so the budget of the film was 2.8 million, um, opening weekend, it earned 4.2 and then overall grossed, um, 60.9 million and was the highest grossing film of the year, 1976. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which makes sense. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm looking at letterbox. It has a 3.6. So I think that's almost the exact same as last week's the orphanage, but Okay, on I think it was. Yeah, yeah, on Letterbox, that's usually a pretty high rating when it's around four, so that's pretty good. Um, I mean, to me, I'd far rather fucking take practical effects of any rate than some bullshit like CGI yeah, that we get here. too often these days. But see, so yeah, I've got a deep dive on Richard Donner, a little bit about the curse of the Omen, because that's pretty famous to talk about, and just a few facts from, you know, like the regular movie part of it so yeah but richard donner i mean we gotta hop into him because he just passed away last month so i saw that when i was looking through because i wasn't sure what other movies he had made yeah, or like dude. took part in but it was yeah. interesting looking into it oh yeah 
you know it. I mean, crazy. I mean, I, I, he's like one of those directors where it's like I'm familiar with his name, but I never like was like, oh my god, Richard Donner is my favorite director. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm gonna do a quick deep dive, not quick deep dive. Sorry, not a shallow dive, pretty, <laughs> pretty big dive into uh, Richard Donner. Um, I mean, we just lost him last month, so it's pretty raw for a lot of people, especially ones who like loved his work. And, you know, he was very prolific, as you'll see when we dive into it. I was unaware of how extensive his filmography was. But so, yeah, he was uh, born with the name Richard Donald Schwartzberg. So Jewish. Um, He was born on April 24th, 1930 in Bronx, New York. And, yeah, like I said, he just passed away July 5th this year. So, like, just. Oh, damn. So it was way, way recent because I was when I was reading. Um, like doing my research on stuff, I saw that he had recently passed away, but, um, I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah. Unfortunately it was literally just a little over a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, TMZ randomly reported cause they weren't telling us how he died, but it was due to heart failure. So oh, I don't know okay. why TMZ has that info. And also I don't know why I have to share it, but it was part <laughs> of the info, I guess. So. Yes. <laughs> um, so a little backstory. Uh, his grandfather owned a movie theater, which had an influence on his perception of film, obviously. I mean, I'd love if a family member of mine could own a fucking movie theater. That'd be so dope. So awesome. Just go there after school every day and watch a fucking movie on the big yep. screen. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah. So after high school, he decided to join the Navy and became an aerial photographer. And obviously, I feel like that, you know, whenever you get into like videography, photography, it just strongly influences like your you know your future with directing yeah. seems like so um he did leave college he didn't graduate or anything i think he dropped out um to move to la and started going by richard donner as his like stage name and yeah he he started as an actor on television mostly he didn't act in a crazy amount of stuff but um one show that he was on directed by martin ritt i didn't see what show it was but uh, yeah, they became pretty close friends and Rit encouraged him to become a director instead. I don't know if that's because he was a bad actor or if it was just like, you have a good eye, so you should try this as well. <clears throat> uh, Donner started out directing commercials mostly, and then he moved on to television in the late 50s, working with people such as like Steve McQueen and Loretta Young. Just, you know, yeah, he started out pretty heavily onto, on television, which was cool. Um, his debut film was a movie called X-15. It, when it was it was about, like, the Cold War. wasn't super critically acclaimed or anything, but, you know, you do what you do. It was something I looked at it on IMDb, and the poster said was actually filmed in space. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Um, but, yeah, some of his standout films, and this is just from my perspective, um, but as you'll see, I mean, I'll just say now, he has a total of 82 directing credits. Uh, between, oh my yeah, between film and television. So majority, I'd say a little over half would be television, but the other are films. So some standout films, in my opinion, are Sarah T, Portrait of a Teenage Alcoholic, which is with Linda Blair. Uh, the One of the original Supermans with Christopher Reeve. Yeah, I was seeing that too. Yep, yep. Um, Lady Hawk with uh, Matthew Broderick. The Goonies, of fucking course. Holy yes, shit. Yes, I mean, iconic. Yeah, everybody loves Goonies, so. Uh, all the four lethal weapons, which I've actually, I'm not a huge action film guy, but I've never seen any of them. So 
I haven't either. Yeah, I'm not a big Mel Gibson fan, as we'll dive into that too, kind of. Uh, Scrooge, which I don't know if this is sacrilege. I feel like it might be, but I'm not a big Bill Murray guy. So I have never... I think I've seen Scrooge once, once <laughs> and I have not really wanted to watch it again. So I've never seen that either. <laughs> so okay, I'm like, cool, yeah. Cool. Um, Assassins, which I forget. Who, oh, uh, Sylvester Stallone was in that one. And yeah. then... I wrote down 16 blocks because that was his latest film before he passed. I think it was from 2016 or something um, with what's his face? Bruce Willis. And okay. Then, and then, yeah, of course, The Omen, which we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it was cool because he also like was a huge point in producing X-Men, like the whole the film series. So like the one all the way back from 2000 with Hugh Jackman and all that. He just had his hands dipped in all that the whole time. So. I think that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I was saying, too. I was actually going to ask you about that if I was just imagining things or if that was really what I was reading. But, yeah, yeah, I definitely saw that, too. Yep. Um, And then some of the television he worked on was, like, I mean, Tales from the Crypt, fucking iconic from HBO. Yeah, also iconic. Yeah. Um, The Sixth Sense, which I guess is a series that I didn't know existed, but I don't know if it's fully related to, like, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, but could be. Um, the banana splits, which I believe was an actual kids kids show, but they recently—I don't know if you saw it—but they turned it I into saw like it. a horror film. Yes. So, Did you see it? No, I haven't yet, but I'd like to. I actually really enjoyed it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I I've seen some clips, and like the gore seems pretty crazy. So yeah, yeah. I and I was not sure what to expect going into it. Right. Um, and I watched the trailer on Amazon because it came up on my recommended, like you should watch. And I was like, what is this? This is a horror movie? Right. And then I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, this looks like it's up my alley. And it was actually pretty good. For sure, yeah. So I was like pretty interested in reading that. Uh, other shows like The Wild Wild West, Get Smart, which was subsequently turned into a uh, comedy film, Perry Mason, Gilligan's Island, and of course Damn. The Twilight Zone. So yeah, yeah, like I said, a total of 82 directing credits. If you're at all interested, uh, go check it out other stuff that's just the tip of the iceberg really those are like the standouts in my opinion ones that i've heard of but i mean just crazy shit so um <laughs> i do have to touch on the fact that he seemed very close with mel gibson he worked a lot with him um around here i mean mel gibson i'm not a fan at all i'm not gonna sit there and shit on people who like him but just to if you don't know some shit in the past with mel gibson he has been known to be an incredible just incredibly racist yeah saying the n-word and just use of anti-semitic stuff Uh, he's just kind of a scumbag to women anger management problems exactly um just I, i i'll be the first to admit that yes he is a decent director. There have been some of his films that I have enjoyed, but ultimately I just don't fuck with him as a person. So, and it kind of sucks that him and Richard were so close, but yeah, um, you know, it is what it is and we'll move on. So uh, Donner did say he wanted the omen to be up to interpretation if Damien was the antichrist or not, but the script was written to tell us that he actually was, which I enjoy. I, I think if they would have like teetered, like, you know, sat on the line with it, I think it would have been less enjoyable. But the fact that they just decided to full send it and say, hey, Damien's this fucking antichrist bullshit. Like I was kind of feeling that. So I was too. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, like you said, I think you said you mentioned filming took only 11 weeks, which is pretty yeah. quick, only a few months or close. Um, and like you mentioned, Jerry Goldsmith, iconic score. I fucking loved it too. There were a couple points where I was just like, oh man, this is dope. It just fits so perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like just the whole mood. Yep, yep. Um, I also like to point out Roger Ebert. If it pops up in the info, I like to write it down. So he gave it a 2.5 out of 4. So nothing too crazy to write home. I I wonder if that's kind of his average score, 2.5 out of 4. But, yeah. you know, so nothing crazy from him. But I wonder if he uh, ever took it back, like rewatched it and was like, oh, I like it now. <laughs> Yeah, know. maybe he gave it like a little sprinkle of like a three out of four. Yeah, exactly. Just be like, all right, I like this. Because I think that that does happen sometimes. At least for me, it does. Where I'll watch a film the first time and either love it or hate it. And then the next time I watch it, it's flipped. So um, they did make a novel out of this. And it was a little unclear. I was a little confused. But it said that the novelization of the film was released two weeks earlier than the film was as a marketing gimmick. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, I guess they had someone write a novel of it, and then they released it two weeks early. I don't know why that's a gimmick, but okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's about it for Ro- Richard Donner for the most part, but, you know, he's ever-present in the rest of this film. He'll be brought up a little bit probably here and there, so... Uh, I did want to talk about The Curse of the Omen. I mean, it's just one of those iconic films that was supposedly cursed. How fun is that, right? Because <laughs> I guess the creators were told by other executives that, you know, when they read the script, they were like, you are going to have problems. Just know that. And, like, you know, I don't think you're religious, Courtney. I'm not. I don't think so, right? We've talked about this, right? Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. So I'm not either, and Wit is a little bit or whatever, so I'm not going to speak for her, but uh, this was a very like evil film still. Yeah. Though. You know, it has that feeling, and yeah. something about this compared, because you obviously have to compare it to The Exorcist. Yeah, definitely. Um, because they kind of made this subsequently because of the success of The Exorcist. Um, yeah. I, I just feel like this one is more evil for some reason. I don't know why. The Exorcist feels more... I don't know how to put it. Like, Because I thought about this earlier at work. I was thinking to myself, why did I like The Omen so much? And I think it's more of like a drama film almost. Mm-hmm. But kind of creepy at times, of course. The Exorcist is more like a theater film. Yeah. You know, there's theatrics involved. I mean, like just the icy cold breath in the room and stuff and just the the dialogue in general is so much more theatrical than this shit the omen where it yeah. almost sometimes it's almost laughable in the omen almost oh i did de- i definitely yeah. laughed a couple times yeah. but exactly. i think it's also like the you don't really you don't see it firsthand mm-hmm. it's like everything's kind of like um just like looming over you and yeah. like the things that happen you don't see them firsthand because like with him it's like he looks at whatever what he was like looking at the dog and then the freaking um, nanny jumped from the window. But like with the exorcist, you see everything. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's a lot more flashy. Like, for instance, uh, like when she spider crawls down the fucking stairs yeah. backwards and shit or when she pees the floor, even that's just yeah. it's a lot. The vomit. More like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So and something about this, I really enjoyed maybe just as a breath of fresh air or something, but. 
um, to get back to the curse, I don't know how we got on that, but, <laughs> um, so Gregory Peck's son, which Gregory Peck is the, um, title actor, you know, the main actor, the yeah. dad, uh, his son sadly committed suicide just a few days before he was about to leave to start shooting the film. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And that's just super rough. I, I actually feel that like the fucking acting in this was pretty goddamn phenomenal for the most part, for the most part, <laughs> not saying everything would stand out, but Gregory Peck was fucking great. I think he was, I thought so too. And, and he just kept so calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think was amazing too with his character. Yeah. Um, Cause like when he would go to confront like the priest, he was just like, not angry he wasn't yelling but it was like still very stern so you he got his point across for sure exactly and yeah like he really gave off the vibes of being the u.s ambassador or whatever yeah so yeah i found that pretty interesting and and just the fact that going into film a a movie and your son had just committed suicide so abruptly like yeah you know I, i feel like it almost translates to his character a little bit and that's why it was such a great performance possibly but um to go back into it yeah i guess on the way to the shoot pex uh i didn't put his first name down he was just like an executive or something like a producer um his plane was struck by lightning and also so was a producer's plane as well oh my god two people from this movie set (laughs) their shit was struck by lightning that's crazy um and i guess at one point there was like a last minute change to what they were using to get aerial footage. Um, like they changed it to a different plane for some reason. And when that plane took off, it crashed and killed everyone. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And of course this could all be like, I didn't do a crazy super deep dive, but I mean, I don't have fucking proof of all this, but this is what I got off the internet. So, um, and then that same guy, that executive peck guy that his plane was struck by lightning, also, um, his hotel was bombed that he was staying oh at God. while he was there. Oh so, my God. Yeah. Um, just fucking crazy. A couple, and a couple more things that are even kind of crazier. The baboon scene, the iconic baboon scene. That's yeah. Fucking wild. Um, yep. <laughs> the, they brought in an animal trainer and to help, you know, like calm the baboons down or whatever, or figure it out. And I guess the day after they shot it, that scene the trainer was killed by a fucking tiger. Oh my God. It like grabbed him by his head and snapped his neck or something. Oh. I don't know, dude. I'm like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like a whole other freaking like, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and That's last insane. one that there's a aspect to it that sounds a little hokey, but maybe, um, I guess a special effects team member, John Richardson got into an accident. I forget where exactly it said it was, but, um, where his, he was okay, but his assistant was fucking decapitated. And supposedly the team like cleaning up the mess and whatever, uh, like the cops or whatever, saw a sign pointing toward the next nearest town that read Omen, like O-M-M-E-N, Omen, 66.6 kilometers. I think that last part could be fucking totally yeah. made up. But yeah. I mean, that if that's fucking true, <laughs> consider me religious. <laughs> <laughs> seriously you and me are gonna go to church on sunday <laughs> yeah dude that's that's wild so wasn't there like a bunch of stuff they said about uh that movie the poltergeist as well oh yeah 
Yep, it's uh, there's actually a great docu series on Shutter. Um, I f- uh, Curse Films is what it's called. So okay, yeah, oh they, that's awesome. Yeah, that they covered really cool. this. Um, The Exorcist was cursed a little bit. Yes, Poltergeist, the the Crow, and the Twilight Zone yeah. movie. So yeah, I definitely heard about the Crow, and then um, the Poltergeist. I remember hearing something about like a decapitation. Yeah, some crazy shit happened like with the cast. Um, we actually yeah. did cover Poltergeist, and I forgot exactly what all happened, but some crazy shit I remember happened. Damn. Yeah, like you know the scene where they're in the pool near the end. Um, yeah. And there's all the skeletons. Those were real fucking human remains because oh it was cheaper, I guess, to get the, <laughs> the cadavers. I'm like, what the hell? Oh so, my god. And you wonder why. <laughs> yes. Your shit was cursed, but. Oh my god. And yeah, that that kind of concludes the curse of the omen. But uh, I do have like four more little facts about the film. Little trivia. I guess the dog that played the hellhound thingy wanted to play the whole time he just wanted to like lick everybody and play and I was like, of course <laughs> i also had like a crisis moment last night when i was watching it i was looking like you know all the pan in shots where it was super close to the dog's cute little eyes yeah i was just like god damn it every dog in this like obviously in this film and in this time frame they're all dead god damn it <laughs> that was so sweet. and they're all so sweet those little rottweilers yeah oh um, so Harvey Stevens, who is the character that plays or the actor that plays Damien, I guess when they were doing the casting for Damien, Richard Donner told the children to attack him and Harvey Stevens fucking like was clawing at his face, kicked him in the balls, just a bunch of stuff. He like fucked him up until he, he was like, you're giving me the fucking part, dude. <laughs> so that's how he, and it worked out for him. Yeah. Look at that. So. Yep. And I guess a little deep dive on him, like. He hasn't made too many appearances on, uh, like anything else really. I, yeah, he did I was make a cam- yeah he did make a cameo in the remake from two thousand six or whatever, but that's pretty. Did much you it. watch? Have you seen the remake? No, I don't think so. I haven't either. But when I was doing the research for this one, um, Rotten Tomatoes had like a. Twenty six percent score, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I like was reading it, thinking it was this one. I was like, "There's no way!" Like, why? <laughs> what? And then I look, and I was like, "Oh, it's the two thousand six version." And that exactly. makes sense. Um, and I remember being a kid when that movie came out because they released it June sixth, two thousand six. Right. And I just remember like thinking that was so creepy. Um, and yeah. I like asked my mom, and I was like, "What is like? What does that mean? Like six six six? And then she had to explain it to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, okay. the mark of the beast or whatever. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so yeah, Jerry Goldsmith, he didn't want to go to the Oscars so that he would just lose again because uh, he was nominated, but he ended up actually winning the Oscar, as Courtney said earlier, and. Um, yeah, he wasn't there to receive the, the fucking award. It was the uh, only he Oscar not, he ever won. <laughs> did he not go? Like, thinking no, he wasn't like, gonna... Yeah, he didn't want to, like, bear that again. Like, go oh, and, and have to sit through him losing again. So Yeah, because just... it was saying that was, like, his one and only Oscar, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Of course he wouldn't... Yeah. Uh, but, hey, he got it, and he's fucking yeah. iconic, so... Yeah. yeah. And then the last one... I mean, Lee Remick, which is who plays uh, Catherine, the mom... She was actually super scared by the baboons when they went all crazy because they couldn't get the baboons to react the way that they wanted to at first. 
I guess they tried to take one of the baby baboons in the car and they thought that they would freak out, but they didn't. <laughs> it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess when they held like cut out heads through the windows, that's when they freaked the fuck out and started attacking the car and they weren't expecting that crazy of an attack. So that's why she like almost runs them over at that part, dude. <laughs> I would be absolutely terrified. Yeah. Oh my god, baboons will fucking tear yes. your face off, dude. Oh my god, I can only imagine. So now we're going to get into the heart. And also, just an FYI, guys, Wit had to hop off. Her asthma was killing her, literally. Um, maybe it's the curse of the omen. Yes, I, don't I was going to say, is that <laughs> we should, yeah, we should check on her after this and I just know. make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are you. Okay, is there a Rottweiler in your house right now? (laughs) Exactly. Mysterious death. Um, Okay, so I'll read the synopsis from IMDB, but it's very short and it tells you nothing. So I'll do this one (laughs) and then I'll have to (laughs) look for another one because this one says, Mysterious deaths surround an American ambassador. Could the child that he is raising actually be the Antichrist, the devil's own son? And that's it. Okay. Like, okay. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, <laughs> all right. for all of that information. And then I accidentally just clicked on the Omen 2006. I don't want that. <laughs> okay, this one's better. Okay. Um, so this one, The Omen, 1976 supernatural horror film. Um, it says the film's plot follows Damien Thorne, a young child replaced at birth by his father, unbeknownst to his wife after the biological child dies shortly after birth as a series of mysterious events and violent deaths occur around the family and Damien enters childhood. They come to learn he is in fact the antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That one gives a a little bit more of the information we need. A little more meat for sure. Um, Initial opinions, I definitely, I mean, we've already alluded to it that you and I obviously were very into this. It fucking yeah. ruled, I think. Oh, yeah. And watching it again, I loved it because yeah. I hadn't I hadn't seen it in quite a few years because um, I watched it once after childhood when I had seen it originally. Then yeah. I watched it kind of like as a teen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I'd seen clips and stuff since then, but actually sitting down and watching the entire movie again. I was like, this is amazing. Agreed. I mean, and even better now seeing it again after like getting more into horror movies. Right. It's yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, it actually, so I've been deeping or deeping, deep diving more and more into like older stuff. Um, yeah, I saw that because you're like watching like the like fifties and yeah. I think, did you watch like one from the forties or the thirties? I have. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. And there i'm starting to differentiate like the differences in decades and where they took things so like yeah this film to me feels more of a 60s film and yeah i really have been loving 60s vibe stuff um so yeah i just i really loved it so i was gonna ask both of you but just you courtney My initial question is, so would you take a free kid, like a whole ass human for free? <laughs> because, I mean, I feel like this whole thing could have been avoided. <laughs> uh, I absolutely. Absolutely could yeah. have. And the yeah. freaking ambassador was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll lie to my wife. It barely took him convincing. And he was like, yeah, I'll yes. take this free child yes. off your hands. Okay. 
Yeah, no worries. And yeah. somehow still looks like it could be their kid. For real. Um, no, I don't <laughs> think I would take a freak. I don't think I would even let someone pay me to take a child. <laughs> like, I think I'll like just, in that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I think I'll just stick to like not having to deal with a demon kid in my yeah, house who pushes yeah. me down the stairs. Oh my gosh. The actual kills my goldfish. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. Um, yeah. So, but then I have to th- like put myself in that position that he was in, you know? Yeah. I mean, to have a wife who supposedly can't have kids and yeah. they've always wanted one. I get it, but also, and like yeah. she wasn't aware that the child was supposedly still birth. Yeah. Um, and like he didn't want to be the bearer of the news. So right. like I see why he did it. He he had good intentions, but sure. um he definitely ruined their lives <laughs> by doing <laughs> that. So yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, like sorry dude, but you killed your wife. <laughs> yeah, you killed your wife, you killed the goldfish. Yep. Yeah. Um, you killed the nanny. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry. The poor photographer yeah, got like, his head just trying to sliced chill. clean off. Yeah, man. He's chilling with all his, his camera bag and all that. Yeah. <laughs> so I did put, like we just were talking about, the score and the vibe of this one feels very 60s to me. So honestly, people listening, like if you are into 70s films, which I think personally were taken very seriously, you'll still like this film. But something about the 60s, I feel like they got very experimental with things. Yeah. And this fits right into that because there's some really interesting shots that Donner put in place. Like a lot of like close close ups of eyes yeah, and weird angles and stuff. So, and that feels very sixties to me, but maybe I'm a fucking dweeb. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, to- I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, my next note was, dude, this party is something like, He's got a whole ass little roller coaster, a fucking carousel. Oh, his, I was thinking that too. I'm like, yeah. what the kind of birthday party is that? For real. Like he, the it was like a freaking carnival in their backyard. Yeah. Yeah. He was chilling, man. Yeah. He was having a good old time. Um, I did put, cause they do obviously was the photographer's name Keith, right? Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Keith. Okay. So. They do introduce Keith a little bit. Well, um, we're saying that, but we both are not the best with names. So yeah. we should pro- I think I, it is Keith. I just Keith. checked. I checked. We're good. Keith awesome. is the, good to go. Uh, and I put a real photo- uh, A real photographer gets reactions, and this one really got some after the nanny killed herself. Yeah. Like, hello? <laughs> Dude, he, he just started snapping shots of everybody. Yeah. And That's he wasn't cool. even that phased. Nope. 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 He just was like, he saw his opportunity, and he took it. So. Yeah, and he took it. He ran with it. Right. Also, the body breaking through the glass window gave me some serious Suspiria vibes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Is that the one where she hangs herself and then the glass shattered? Okay, okay. So, but I did look it up to see, and Suspiria came out after this? Now I got to check again, or maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, I think think for some reason I'm thinking Suspiria was like the early, early 80s, but let me see. Uh, It's 1977, so one year after. So maybe Suspiria actually took it from this somehow, but I mean, obviously it's, I'd say, better done in Suspiria. It's beautiful in that one, but still this one. That movie is just beautiful in general. Yeah, seriously. Um, I did point out there is a father. I didn't write his name down. Maybe I should just, Father Brennan? Is he the one that? dies by getting speared i don't know there's too many fathers uh, yeah because there was the father that like was in the hospital who got the fire yeah 
he got burned like his like eye was all crazy right um <sighs> i'm pretty sure it is there's like two different ones yeah because i know because the other one the one who was that gave him the child um was like a different name that was harder to pronounce. It's Spiletto, right? The other one? Yeah. Pretty sure. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. So yeah, Father Brennan, when he goes into uh, Robert's like office, um, and he's saying that he has to eat the flesh and drink the blood of Christ. Okay. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm not judging religion. That's fine. Do your thing. But eating the flesh and drinking the blood of Christ is just <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> I'm like, what, what does that mean? Why do you do I don't this? Know. It's so weird. Um, and then the scene where they're driving to go to that wedding and they feel they all of a sudden are like, Damien's acting weird. Yeah. And she's like, he he's terrified. He really didn't look that scared. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, I don't know if Not, he's no. just a bad And then he like or... hits hits his poor mother in oh, the face. Oh, God, he fucking, yeah, dude, he fucks her up. Went ballistic. Yeah. And those people just shut the door and they're like, yeah, yeah dude. we're yeah. we're not getting involved in this. For real. <laughs> they're all sticking their heads in. What is going yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, slowly shut the door and then they drive off. Yeah. Like, and good riddance. at the end of that scene when he, uh, he has, like, little demon screams. Did you notice that? Yes. They're, like, holding him and he has, like, raw, Yeah. Raw. Yeah. <laughs> At the time, I did have the question of how were the baboons filmed, but I answered that early in the trivia, so that's cool. Um, Father, I already forgot his name again. God damn it, Father Brennan, getting impaled like uh, it made me realize we do not get enough impalings in horror at all. That's true. At all, right? I yeah. can barely think of any other ones, man. I'm having like a flashback of House of Wax when Paris Hilton's character. Oh, nice. Gets pole. that pole in yeah, her head. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. The only other one I can think of is like Friday the 13th, right? Ooh, when... uh, there was also, um, oh, why can't I think of that? What's that movie called? Uh, where those like weird creatures are living in the, um, the descent. They go like, yeah, the descent. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just creatures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're driving and the husband. And oh, the, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. Right. With those like wood things come yes. through their windshield. Okay. Yep. And then you're saying Friday the 13th. I know there's something. Well, like when he uh, kind of like impales them with the big spear. Yeah. Right. When they're having sex and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, or. I forget if that's the first one or the second one. I, I don't remember, but it's one of them. Or it might even be a Bay of Blood. I don't fucking know. I'm all over the place. I think it's a Bay of Blood. <laughs> but um, I did point out, I said, oops, Robert, not your choice if she wants to abort the fetus. Because I did skip ahead quite a bit. Yeah. She was yeah. saying she wants to abort the fetus because she's pregnant. He's also being told by the Father Brennan that she needs, like, like you guys need to leave. Because yeah. Damien's going to fucking kill that kid and her. And, and her. Yeah. yeah. So, but I just love how I think it's after that scene. Yeah, it is because he, uh, that's when Father Brennan is saying that she's pregnant, and he goes, "No, that's impossible." And then, like the next scene is him talking to Catherine, and she's saying she's pregnant or whatever. So now he's choice, just right? silent. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like just okay. And then the phone rings, and he just walks away from her. Yeah, and, like yeah. goes and answers the phone. Yeah. And then uh, it's funny because then I put, but it was Damien's choice because that's the next scene <laughs> is when she falls off the, the balcony or whatever. 
oh, stairs. And that was the most like dramatized scene ever when she just falls. Yeah. That's one of the ones that like made me laugh. A little bit, yeah. Because so I was like, holy shit. The like, way she, she like, like flips. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You could tell it was from like less than a foot, but they tried to make it seem like she fell all the way down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I did point out, and this is almost like a question or like something to just discuss. So when the Father Brennan dies and he has 666 tattooed on his inner thigh, I think is what Keith said. Yeah. Um, It's just crazy because they were having the conversation that um, they assumed that it was he was a Holocaust survivor. And it just hit me in this way that like times are so different now that Holocaust survivors do still obviously exist, but they're very old these days. I mean, it's 2021, so they're naturally going to be very old. But it's just, I don't know, that's a crazy thought to have that in 1976, they were so much closer to it that that probably was a very common thing. Like, think of how many more Holocaust survivors there were than there are now. It's just a crazy thought that I had and very sad, obviously, bring up the Holocaust. This is just a fucked up movie. (laughs) It is. It, like, hits everything. Yeah, I'm like, do you want to? They're like, want to get more fucked up? Let's do this. Seriously. Throw in the Holocaust. Exactly, because then, um, it's revealed that like Keith, the photographer, um, photojournalist, whatever he is, he is invested in this because he has been taking pictures the whole time that basically reveal the how these people surrounded by Damien are going to die in these yeah. odd ways, and. So he's invested. And then next thing you know, Robert Thorne and Keith go on their merry fucking way to Rome and shit. I know. They're just like hopping on a plane, going to like all these different locations. Yeah, he just up and leaves his fucking wife, who is in a body cast basically at this point. And Damien, who he just leaves with this nanny who popped up. Yep. What the fuck? What's your favorite scene? Mine is the cemetery scene for some odd reason. I don't know why, but I just love like the reveal that they killed his son, not that it was a stillborn, and uh, the dogs are just crazy. Which I guess one of the the stunt people got actually hurt by the dogs. So oh, I don't doubt that those dogs were freaking wild. Mm -hmm. Um, And also they they showed um, Damien's mom as well, and it was like a. What what kind of animal was it, it? dude? I'm, I think it was a goat. like a jackal. Okay, maybe because I I yeah because I think when I was um, googling it because I was curious to know like a few things on um, like that part and then um, I had looked up like what the nanny like what she was supposed to be right because I was just curious and I, yeah. I guess she's supposed to be like a demon from hell okay um but yeah I think they had said that the mom was like a jackal. Okay, and that that's like a biblical thing, like I'm assuming. So, and it did like yeah, the, the, I, the uh, let me see the skeleton did look kind of canine. I just I knew it was an animal, yeah. So I thought maybe goat, but they that would probably look a lot different than that. So, yeah, it probably is a jackal. Um, but yeah, no, I do love that scene too. Um, okay. I'm trying to think what my favorite scene would be. I really like the baboon scene. Yeah, it's so absurd. <laughs> yeah, it's so chaotic, yeah. and it like stresses you out watching it because i would be freaking terrified yeah if there were baboons trying to break into my car and like my have my child in the front seat yeah um exactly 
Yeah, and so also, I definitely like, loved that one. Well, and it's crazy just to go to like a zoo that's like a drive-through one in London yeah. or whatever. That's just yeah. so crazy to me. So it's just yeah, crazy to drive your car through like in wild animal sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like imagine if they did that nowadays. Like they I would be mean, getting sued. Dude, I I think in some places there are still things like that, like uh, tie, like sanctuaries where you can drive through. I mean, yeah. I see all the time on like TikTok people feeding giraffes and shit out their fucking windows, and I'm like, well, uh, fuck me, right? I I wouldn't do it, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would either. Yeah, no way. Um, but crazy. I do see those too, where people have like ostriches and stuff yeah, putting dude. their heads in their and cars, they're putting their fucking head. In. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like feeding them off their laps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let me think what else other scene was like a definite stick out scene. And, well, um, and, and to, I think your struggle with finding it is because in my opinion, I'm not speaking for you, but there are a lot of great fucking set There's a lot. And scenes. Yeah. yeah. Like I've heard so many people cover this and be like, honestly, it's really slow and kind of boring. But honestly, dude, I wasn't bored at all. There was maybe like one. I wasn't scene. bored at all either. Yeah. There was maybe like one or two scenes that I was, uh, I was like, okay, this is a little slow, but. I mean, because even my next note is Catherine's death was fucking crazy. Fucking getting pushed by uh, whatever the nanny is. Her name is Lockwood or whatever the fuck. She gets pushed out of the hospital window. Baylock. And she just goes, yeah. And then she like breaks into the, um, was it an ambulance? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just falls completely through the ambulance and yep. then the ambulance door flies open. <laughs> yeah. like, what else? What else? Um, yeah. And then like another stick out scene would be Keith. Like when the glass cut his head off. Of course. Yeah. 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 Like that. I was like, what the, how did I not remember that? <laughs> I don't know how I didn't remember that scene. Actually, you know, what's right funny. Then, me I was like, what the yeah. fuck? It's funny you yes. say that. I didn't either. Maybe I blocked it out. Yeah. Maybe we both blocked it out or something, dude. Yeah. <laughs> So, or like when you would watch it on TV, oh, maybe they didn't it show locked. those scenes. Yeah, yeah maybe. definitely didn't show those scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, and like the priest getting impaled, like there's there's so many amazing scenes in that movie. Like I can't pick just one because yeah. I like so many of them for different reasons. Well, because this, okay, like you know how in slasher films, like it's always the thing where how creative can you get with the deaths, right? This yep. almost has that vibe. I mean, we get like. A lot of things we get impaling. Oh, yeah. We get a fucking decapitation, like falling out of windows and shit. It's crazy. There's a lot of wild themed deaths. So, and they're all very clever. Yeah. Yep. And then, of course, uh, near the nearing the end, I've only got a couple more notes. Uh, I definitely, for a second, was sweating because I thought we were about to get a dog death. Um, I thought. Uh, Robert was going to kill the cute little guy. I mean, I know he's a hellhound, but I thought he was going to kill him. <laughs> when he went into Damien's room? Like, uh, you know when he locks him in the basement thing? The dog? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I thought instead of him locking in there, I thought he was going to like smash his fucking head with a shovel or something crazy. I just, I had this feeling that it was going to be a death instead, so. But I'm glad it wasn't. We didn't get any dog yeah. death, so that's good. I would have had a much different opinion for the movie if that were the yeah. case. I'd One be like, star oh, down. you guys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you took my high score to a mid score because of that. Yeah, yeah. And then honestly, my last note is, yo, he ends up with the president. So like for sure, here comes the end of the world. <laughs> like honestly. 
I was, yeah, I was wondering about that part too. So did he get adopted? Dude, I, your the, question is as solid as my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And like, I had to go reading like the Wikipedia synopsis and all that. Cause I'm like, is there more information? Like, can yeah. I find out? And then I, that I grin no at the idea. end. I know. Yeah. He just they had to hit us lens. with that. Yeah. Yep. And that smile. He's, he's real. He's ready. Yeah, he's ready. He's like, yeah. I'm up to some shit. Yeah, for And it sure. is not good. Yeah, and like, I mean, that ending of like, Robert about to stab him, and he's like, Daddy, don't, with his little accent. I was like, <laughs> with the accent. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I get it, but also, don't forget, like, he killed your wife. and Yes, you know. and your unborn kid. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, this kid is the Antichrist, so don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wit sent me a little bit of her, like, opinions and her rating and her question. So, I'm curious to know about her rating. Yeah. I was hoping that I could hear her talk about it, but I like, as long as we know. Now, let's determine this cause of death. Um, Wit, like I said, she is... She's MIA, man. She's missing. Uh-oh. The Omen. <laughs> I was going to um, say, we better... Yeah, we should make sure she's... Yeah. She's alive and well. I'm like, are oh, we yes, getting a, like... <laughs> I get like a little phone ring ring and she's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like we need a five minute updates. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're okay. Yeah. So her question of the week for us was, what death is the most iconic to us? Um, it is your pick, Courtney. So you start. Oh, man. I know. It's like... I... <laughs> I, cause there's, there's a couple that, mm-hmm. that definitely stick out. Um, I'm going to have to say my favorite is Keith. Okay. Yeah. Getting yeah. his head, just this clean off. I do like it. Of course. Um, I, for some reason that one didn't hit as hard as some of the other deaths, but I, I'm going to have to go for the most underrated personally that I could imagine, which would be. Um, Catherine, the mother. I don't know okay. why, but like yeah. being pushed out of like maybe a fourth story. Yeah. And just, it was kind of beautifully shot because she falls onto an ambulance and like, I don't know if that's pulled from uh like child's play. Cause they did something similar in that too. When she falls onto the car down below. Yeah. Um, but child's play is after this, right? I'm, cur- yeah. I'm not, okay. I don't know by how much, but, um, still, I mean, yeah, I just, something about that seemed really cool to me. And my runner-up would probably be the nanny in the beginning. Yeah, I was going to say that's my runner-up, too. Yep, that shit hits hard, man. Because it just comes out of nowhere, and you go, oh, okay. Yep, and what did she say? She said, Damien, this is all for you. I love you. It's all for you, Damien. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then she just, yep, neck snaps, busts through the window. I'm like, okay, is there anything more you want to add to this? Exactly. So, closing out on our opinions... Um, oh, Wit didn't even give me her favorite death. I wonder. Oh no, sorry. She said hers is the nanny hanging. So, okay, yeah, yeah. She's she was right saying there with that us. kind of a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, and nanny for it being for like her. right at the beginning too, it's it's right shocking. Yeah. I mean minutes, dude. <laughs> it's like ten minutes in. So, and we're like, okay, so now we see where this film is going. Right. Exactly. And and to close out for uh, Wit to give her like opinions before we do ratings. She said, I do like this movie, but I did at times actually feel the long runtime and I can't say I'd be willing to watch it again very soon. LOL. This one does hold the nostalgia card for sure though. So, okay. Um, That's kind of what I expected. Yeah. 
Yeah, she said every time she thinks of this movie, the nanny death is what comes to mind. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, we, I, I could tell just going into it, I could tell almost like energy from wit that she was going to be a little less positive than me and you. But I'm yeah. still, I'm actually super curious to hear your rating still, though. So, if we're ready, I mean, dude, how many toe tags you got for your pick? Oh, I would say I'm going to go four out of five. Same here. But yeah. Yeah. Four oh. out of five with a heart for sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, Same. we both love it. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think of like, because I have got a few like five out of fives. Right. Um, and this one definitely, I love this film. Like it's mm-hmm. a classic. It's amazing. Um, yeah. And I think this is my highest rated so far of all the movies that we've watched. Yeah. Uh, last week, the orphanage was also a four, I think. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. So orphan average was a four. Yep. Um, but that one had like some kind of similar vibes. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. With sure. like I the, mean... the monotoneness and like the music and whatnot. So that makes sense. And yeah. being kind of like a drama flick almost. Yeah. I mean, yep. yeah, I agree for sure. So, Four out of five for me as well. I mean, I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I, I really have to admit that. I always grew up. I know my dad has always loved this. And he loves, like, anything exorcism stuff. So he loves, like, yeah. the exorcism of Emily Rose, the exorcist in general, the whole fucking franchise. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. He's watching, like, the fourth one. And I'm like, bro, this one is <laughs> cheesy, but I'm into it. Um, so... But Omen was always, for me, I was like, you know, I just don't have an urge to watch that. And you forced me to, and I love that. And I love that I'm here realizing that, dude, I could easily sit down and watch this again. I mean, maybe the runtime, give or take, but putting it on on in the background would be perfect. Just to get those, like, the, the crazy score and, like, the weird shots and, like, the weird kills... I just think would be a perfect fit for just something on in the background almost. If I'm yeah. Cause you don't something. get like the like blood curdling screams and like right. those kind of things. So having that on in the background, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even what if it like comes on TV, watch it again. Yeah. Um, just like but yeah, on. no, I yeah. could definitely see myself watching this again soon. Same, same. I could definitely watch this for like an October film for sure. Like 30 yeah. days of Halloween kind of vibe. Yeah. I think that'd be super fun. So Hey, so me here, totally spaced on what Wit's rating was uh, while we were recording, but this is Editor Jensen. Hello, welcome. Uh, Wit, she gave it a total of 3.2 toe tags, so as you know, for her, not too bad for a classic film like this. And we love you, Wit. Hope you feel better. Hope you didn't actually die. Rest in peace, though, if you did. So, bye. All right, guys, that was The Omen from 1976. That was Court's pick for our monthly theme of what the F is wrong with these kids. <laughs> I love it. It's It's I been a fun too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad that this one's going to be over. Independence Day got a little old, but yeah, I think it'll be fun. And next week is Wit's pick, which is Paranormal Activity 3, uh, whatever the fuck that one is called, but it's about the two girls so yeah. <laughs> or whatever. So that'll be fun. Because what the F is wrong with those kids? I'm not sure. Um, I am Jensen, and you can follow me at Jensen Harper on Instagram and Letterboxd. I am Courtney. Uh, just Instagram right now, but Jensen convinced me to get a letterbox. So <laughs> next week, I will have that. Um, but my Instagram is at Little Sky Dancer. 
And then for Wit, since she's not here, rest in peace. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll miss her. Yeah. she uh, Her Instagram handle is tagged in the Fright Cruise uh, bio. So if you want to go check her out, check that out. Um, if you want to give us a rating and review, it would be greatly appreciated. And if you want to reach out to us, like comment, whatever, just say hi. I love it when you guys comment on the posts because uh, traction these days has been pretty low. But when you do, I fucking love it. Uh, Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at The Fright Crew. That's it. Um, Stay 666, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. That was good. Bye. (laughs)